Hey everyone, and welcome to Shy and Salty with your hosts, Nikki and Rhea, where we talk through our journeys of learning, unlearning, and relearning in order to help you through yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, welcome back to Shy and Salty. We're back from Cancun. Did you miss us? So much, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) What did you even do last Tuesday? We are Tanner. We are, I don't know. I was going to say like better. (laughs) Oh, I think way worse. (laughs) (laughs) It was a beautiful wedding events. Had a good time. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Before we dive into the topic of ways we've changed since college, we'll be starting off with our sweet and salty segment. Woohoo! I feel like we haven't done this in a while. Or maybe we did do it last episode and I just don't remember. <laughs> I just don't remember anything <laughs> past like a couple days. I, it's really bad. Cancun ruined us. <laughs> Yeah, you know I called my mom on Saturday wishing her a happy Mother's Day. Oh my god, yes. I think you said that and you were like, and then I remembered it's not Mother's Day. <laughs> Just an example of how it messed us up. But I guess starting with the salty having to do with Cancun, the first day got already this nice like pink like silk dress and I decided to fall down the stairs and there were like some people that were watching like uh, Nuja was there and she was in the car and she saw me fall and then I got up and she's like well we have to go and then the car left <laughs> and I was just like so embarrassed and Ania was there and he was just like oh like try to be more careful like no shit like of course I'm gonna be more careful <laughs> like thanks for telling me now like <laughs> I always get actually, mad when Andrew, people do that. actually Andrea try not falling down the stairs next time <laughs> I don't want this to be a thing for me this is like the second time that this is my salty and we haven't been recording oh that my much. God, like, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny yeah that is like the second time in like three weeks <laughs> It's fine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and this isn't like I don't even have any drinks, whatever. It just happens. (laughs) But I mean, of course, the first initial salty is like embarrassment because it was in front of other people. And like, I don't know what like shown, but like I got blood on my dress. Like, like my legs are all like my legs are so fucked up. Well, not in like, they not so fucked up. I saw the scrape. I saw the knee scrape. But like, it was, they, they weren't that bad. You couldn't it's tell. It's like, I have a dent in one of my legs. So there's that. And it's just like a lot of bruises, but it's in places that it bothers me. Um, yeah. Like on my and knee, get- like my shoulder got messed up again. Oh. So it's just like things like that. Yeah, like annoying. And for you, I'm sure it's like even if people can't tell, it's still just like annoying for you to like have to like see the bruises and stuff. Oh, yeah. 
and like it just ruins it. Aesthetically, it just bothers. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I mean, we were in bathing suits and everything, and I was just like, you know what? It's already oh showing. I just decided not to shave. I'm like, that's that's too much work to like try that's to shave. It's so funny because I did not note it. Like I remember when you pointed out the first day. And I, like, didn't see it again after that. (laughs) Good. But, yeah, I feel like, too, like, on this topic, when you get, like, a bug bite on your legs or on your arm, it's just, like, so, like, one, annoying because you're itching it, but, like, two, like, just unesthetic. Yeah. It's a little bump on your – oh, it's so annoying. God. (laughs) (laughs) Do less bugs. That was my first uh, big memory of the trip, but what was uh, your salty, Nikki? Damn. Okay, my salty is after the trip, and it's just pretty generally like going back to work after oh, vacation. Yeah. I also had a coworker on my team leave on Friday. That was his last day. And this week, there's just been so many fires, like so many things that are down because they were like in his name or like using his like credentials and stuff. And part of me was like, why didn't my manager like do this last right. week? But whatever. And folks, she says this week and it's only Tuesday. Oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just been it's just been a lot. Like it's been a lot of I feel like work's usually your salty and not my salty because I'm just like whatever. But now it's like actual like annoying work again and also where you like think about it on the weekend and you're like Ugh. like I haven't really had Sunday scaries in a while and now I'm just not they're not like Sunday scaries really but they're mm-hmm. kind of like this like annoyance I don't know I feel like I've been questioning a lot of things but we'll see no I feel you the thing that I always think about when we're taking these trips where I know I'm gonna be exhausted coming back is like taking that Monday off so that like I have a day to relax but I always forget and like I love the thought of that but I'm also like so like protective over my vacation right right like I hate using that I hate using sick days I hate I mean I'm sure this is everyone But, like, it's just so annoying to have to use sick days. It's so annoying to have to use days, like, just for – oh, my God. Like, when we came back from Miami. Oh, my God. And stay in Florida for another, like, day. Like, I hate using days like that where it's, like, I could have had – I could have been hiking. Like, I could have been on vacation. Like, so many other things that I could have been doing. Right. But it's fine. It's fine. Capitalism. Love it. How it works. <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess that's also our salty should be like the Roe v. Wade thing. I mean, it's probably way too late to talk about it <laughs> with when this is coming out. It's like not even relevant anymore, but still very. I just feel like very, yeah. I feel like this comes back into topic, like into conversation, like every two years. It just gets worse and worse. <laughs> I've just never felt like had it feel so real before. But yes, you're so right. Because when, I mean, when during the 2016 election, I feel like we were talking about Roe v. Wade, when Trump was like electing people to the Supreme or like choosing people to the Supreme Court, I feel like there was a lot of talk about Roe v. Wade and why like this was such so important for 
like most women and everyone was like oh you're like being crazy you're like you're overthinking <laughs> it and it's like this is what we tried to warn you guys about oh yeah. my god i mean like domino effects the philippines right now like they had an election yesterday and I don't know if anyone like knows a lot about like Filipino politics, um, but there was like a John Oliver episode on it the other night, um, at, last week tonight or whatever that show is, um, and basically the dictator that was in power like in the eighties or something, maybe even like seventies, eighties, his son is now back in power. Oh, and they owe like that family owes like billions and billions oh of dollars God. to like the people of the Philippines and Duterte who like has been the like quote unquote like dictator like he's he's just he's like the Trump of the Philippines oh he like pretty much just like kind of <laughs> my mom thinks that um he like rigged the election because like just all of their presidential candidate and their vice presidential candidate both won and the vice presidential candidate is Duterte's daughter. So, yeah, I think there's just a lot of, like, I felt very overwhelmed and very pessimistic the last couple of days over, like, where society is going to. These are, can I say these are dark times? I feel like things were about to get better, even just a little bit. I, that, <laughs> I felt like you were heading in a direction that wasn't like this. <laughs> It's interesting, too, because my mom's brother, so my uncle, he apparently, like, when Marcos was in power the first time, he, like, protested at his college, and he was jailed for, like, oh a God. while. And my mom, like, has this conspiracy th- – or I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory, but she, like, thinks that he was, like, tortured or something and, like, brainwashed because now he's, like, so into Duterte. He, like, supports Marcos again, which is so crazy that, like, the people that jailed you for, like, speaking freely, you're now, like, supporting? That's – it's just wild to Yeah. Me. But, yeah, I know it's, like, very emotional for, like, my mom and a lot of, like, Filipinos. All sending some love – what are I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like? <laughs> well, now for good. <laughs> yeah, but now to get now you out of the rut. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've been alluding to it. we have like similar suites, but essentially, Cancun was so much fun. Going to Mira and Kieran's wedding and celebrating their love. It was great to see everyone that we haven't seen in a while and just to like create new memories. I just feel like when we're all like children in a way, like of just like how carefree we are and just like going with the flow and, you know, having like a good time. I just love seeing like those aspects in our friends. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I love, I don't, I don't want to call it like getting degenerate with her friends, but like I like the the vacationing almost aspect with and being with friends and like the like less inhibitions like less like guardedness yeah. I love that piece and like connecting with people that like I ugh, how do I wear this <laughs> connecting with friends who like I know are friends who I know I can like talk to right. about things but like I haven't really talked to in a while like I haven't like had deep conversations with in 
a long time. Mm -hmm. So I think some of like the deep conversations I had over the course of this trip were so like, I guess my sweets. Aww. No, I can definitely agree with that. I think for me, it's just like always hard to like start or like, what can I talk to you about? Like, it's been so long since I've seen you. Like so much has changed, but like, where do I start? So I'm like, oh, nothing's happened. <laughs> yeah. The small talk conversations are like the worst. Yeah. But a couple days in when you guys are like comfortable again and it's like, oh, like we're talking about like sexuality or like different things that are like so much more like interesting and like fun to talk about. I think that was like probably like some of the highlights of my trip. I also got to meet and train one of my first clients. Like we've been together for like three years now probably. And I got to see her for the first time in person at this wedding, which is so like wild. But yeah, that was amazing. And she's a client, but like she's also now like a friend. So it was so nice getting to see her too. Aw, shout out. As we're like, kind of hinting on and I guess transitioning into is that when you haven't seen someone in a while the hardest part is like knowing what has changed and we wanted to use that aspect to talk about like how we've changed since graduating college yeah because most of these friends were college friends on this trip so it feels very relevant and obviously like so much has changed in our lives since college we graduated six years ago yeah oh my god six years that doesn't even seem that long god that seems so long six years that's more than five (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that's (laughs) love it and how about you start like what are what have been some things that have changed for you since college no yeah so a lot has uh changed since college I moved back to my parents' place, then like moved to Jersey City and was like having like different roommates and like living on like my own. And then I ended up buying a place. I traveled more as we were getting, I don't know, getting older because of all the money (laughs) all the money, but also all the points that I was getting for traveling for work. So yeah. And work, like, even though I was in consulting, I, like, got promoted uh, through the ranks of manager, like, now in sales. And, yeah, just live in Drew City with my two cats and having the good life. <laughs> <laughs> even with Elia, like, our relationship has changed, like, tremendously since graduating. Like, we were doing long distance uh, where he was in Boston. Now we, like, both. Hey, yeah. So that was, like, a challenge. And then living like in the same state where he has a place and I have a place and like navigating that especially like through the pandemic has like really brought us like closer so true we all went through a pandemic since college as well (laughs) oh yeah that little thing (laughs) I mean a lot's changed in my life since college as well like I feel like just jumping into the real world has been right such an interesting transition and it is for like for everyone again um but I worked as a consultant. I moved into New York City for the first time. I traveled a lot, as you were saying, for work and for fun. I went to places in the United States that I have never had a desire to go to, (laughs) but I'm like glad I got to in an interesting way. I navigated breakups and new relationships. I got more serious with fitness. 
I got my personal training certification and my pre and postnatal certifications. I got some dogs. I got a couple dogs. <laughs> I moved in with a boyfriend for the first time ever and I moved cross country for the first time ever. So yeah, I feel like we've gone through a lot since college. Like it hasn't, it's been like definitely a roller coaster of things and will always be a roller coaster of things. But I feel like we've done some pretty good learning in the last couple of years last six years oh yes a lot of learning whether it's just work personal life or like setting like boundaries for yourself would you say a lot of learning unlearning relearning <laughs> <laughs> love it love the tagline <laughs> i think a big one is that we did this like passion project together and our podcasting oh my god how did neither of us have that <laughs> on our list maybe it still just feels like more recent but it's been yeah, what a journey that yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, because it's like a big step, at least for me, when it comes to like committing to things and like being able to have that creative outlet where I'm able to have these conversations and like learn from each other. I think for me, one of the biggest changes or I guess like lessons that I've learned is that you're going to have different relationships with different people. So especially those that like are long distance needed to learn like how to put like more of an effort, but at the same time, like being able to set boundaries of like what I can commit and the relationships that I have with people, whether it's like family, friends, or like a significant other. And with setting those boundaries, it made me have more healthy relationships that became like deeper over time because we like respect each other and like me just even having like a voice and being able to like say my concerns always like takes so much out of me sometimes. So I'm like so happy of like the growth uh, that happens there and like how it's been positively influencing like my life in general to like be so blessed to have like the people that I have with me now. Yeah, I love that one. And two, I totally agree with that. Like I think, and I know, I feel like boundaries has been like a new word in the last like couple <laughs> of years, but I feel like it's been such an improvement for all of my relationships with people, with work. So it's definitely been like so important to like learn those boundaries and it leads to like those deeper relationships with people yeah. in our lives. And like, I totally agree. Like, how do you think your, like, relationship with your parents has changed? I feel like I see them more as people. Like, they're still my parents, but it's, like, <laughs> I would, like, work and, like, I'm, like, I'm too tired to cook for myself. Like, I'm just going to order food. I'm, like, how do my parents do this? <laughs> how do they, like, come back from work, like, be able to, like, cook, like, clean, like, make sure, like, everything's, like, on time, like, come to, like, ac our extracurricular activities, like, support us, like, help us with homework. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Take care of the house. Yeah. Do, like, so many things. Yeah. I think it's given me similarly, like, such a greater appreciation and, like, more empathy towards my parents. And also, like, in the way that, oh, they're human. Like, it takes them off of this pedestal. It's like, oh, they're not, like, gods who mm -hmm. like know everything but they like did do and like are continuing to do like the best that they can and yeah and they just like want to spend time with me and I get that now like maybe it was like annoying in the past but now it's like oh like I get that they want to spend time with me it makes so much sense because I'm <laughs> I'm me but also because <laughs> of course <laughs> 
but also because you do like you're never gonna get that again where like you're all living in like the same house and I totally understand like missing that and like kind of like wanting that yeah I've seen like my parents from like one perspective so like adding that has I feel like brought us uh closer in many aspects and and, like I've always been like upfront with my parents of like what I do like I feel like those conversations have like geared away more from just like looking at like my decisions and like what I've done and just like more of like top like uh worldly topics or just like general conversations where we have to like we're both kind of like on similar playing fields of just like different perspectives on things and like learning from each other yeah I think it's cool that they can like learn stuff from us now too and I'm sure they did like growing up and like learning how to like bring up raise a child um but I think now it's like oh like I sent my parents this thing about like the bond prices last week or whatever it's like a good time to buy bonds or something and I sent them that and they were like oh we should do this and I was like wow I'm getting my parents Ooh, influencer. <laughs> my dad did my taxes a couple <laughs> years ago yeah <laughs> so yeah I think in a similar vein one of the things I learned is that no one's like impressed and not in like a negative way but just in this like way where I feel like I tried so hard to like impress people Mm -hmm. like forever like I would I don't know if it's like a people pleaser thing or like a performance thing or like the gifted child syndrome or whatever but like I just felt like I needed all of these like titles in high school like getting into like good colleges or like getting good scholarships or like winning like Mm -hmm. awards and stuff or in college if it's like being president of this organization or secretary of this organization or like getting good grades or I don't know, like getting a good, like being in a like prestigious like major and then getting a good paying job after. Like I feel like at the end of the day, like it just, it just doesn't matter that much. Like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. as much as I thought it did. And people don't look at you with your job type. I mean, maybe people do like initially. But like once they get to know you, they don't look at you with your job title and are like, oh, my God, like you're the best person ever. You make this amount of money. Like I'm so like wowed by you. I don't know. And maybe it's a double edged sword because there are people that like are inspiring and people look up to and you can be that person for other people. But I feel like it's just this like performance, like being that like clapping monkey thing and like, yeah, like do well, do well, like perform um, I think that's something I learned I don't have to do anymore. I completely agree. I feel like in order for me to like accomplish something or like feel fulfilled, it would be like that type of like recognition from other people to know that like, okay, like I'm good, like I'm on a good path, but it doesn't essentially mean that. Also a change was like going from, I don't, I really don't know how to phrase this, but essentially like your like young 20s to mid 20s to like older 20s I feel like going from like (laughs) children to adults and you start like getting like more responsibilities and just like maturing in general like I feel like I'm less petty than I was before and because of that I've been helping like healthier conversations like Elia for example if like something bothers me One, I can't hide it from him because he knows 
my like facial expressions and what they mean. Like sometimes if someone says something or someone does something like minor, but like I got like a negative reaction from it, it takes me so long to like get past it. Like I'll be fine, but like my body's still in like this, like in this like shock and I just like can't react. Like that girl from the ultimatum. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I shut down. Oh no, I meant the one who like does that. Oh. (laughs) And then she got called out for doing the face. (laughs) Oh no, I just like shut down sometimes and he has to be like, Andrea, like, don't shut down. Like, it's not, don't take it this way. So he knows me enough that, like, now I have to, like, actually have conversations with someone about what I'm feeling. No, I actually talk about it. No, because before, like, it's nothing. Like, don't talk to me. Like, I'll be fine. But it's just because, like, I internalize a lot of things. Yeah. But I'm not as, like, petty as before. And I feel like I can have those conversations and like I don't have to like raise my voice I don't have to like make a point like of course I'm still gonna have my like sassy remarks here and there like I feel like that will never escape me but I feel like I know when to like have like certain types of conversation and try not to get not to let my emotions get the best of me wait I feel like we had this conversation like in an earlier like a very early episode where we were talking because we were talking about how like you always say what's on your mind and then then you're like well like I started like not as much mm-hmm. or like I started realizing like when I should say something and when like I don't need to say something yeah. that's, like not worth like starting a bigger conversation because sometimes I just want to like have like a say yeah. in something and just like put my perspective out there and it's like yeah you don't have to do that all the time yeah yeah I actually I mean this isn't going to sound that similar, but like I think it, it, it like kind of is similar. But one of the things that I've been learning is like less control and like less cynicism leads to less anxiety, at least like for me. Wait, what's less cynicism for those that like don't being know. less like okay, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to define it as like being less cynical about things. Um, I want to say like being less like negatively like sarcastic and like gotcha pessimistic about something less Larry David in Curb. <laughs> less <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean he really like leans into his anxiety and and neur- neurosis neuroses whatever. But I also am like, or I don't know that you said this, but I'm great at like making false narratives of like people being against me or like making fun of me or like making a joke that I'm like not part of or something and I just like don't get it and I feel like I like build those stories in my head and then I'll get like really insecure and like feel like uncomfortable and I feel like in the past like there have been so many times where I have like just like started a fight like then and there. But I think now I like am so much better at like one, managing my own like emotion. I think of that as like actually like feeling the emotion and like knowing that I feel it, but also just being like, okay, like I feel a little heated right now. I feel a little dysregulated. I'm going to like step away. I just need a break. I just need a second to myself and like I'll come back. And I think that's been really helpful in like arguments with Jake or like uncomfortable situations 
where it's like, okay, like I just need a second and then I can handle this. We talked about this in couples therapy where we're like dysregulated and regulated and we're, we're both dysregulated. Like there's literally no point in having a conversation. It's going to like be a fight. And so like my way is just to like step away from it for a second mm -hmm. and just like take that breath. And I think just like similar to that, just having more practices around that like self-regulating and self-soothing versus trying to like change or like confront this problem like then and there. Because a lot of times like, I don't know, I'll feel a certain way and then I'll like sleep on it or like I'll step away. I'll talk to other people about like something completely different and then I'll be completely fine. Mm -hmm. And then there are some times where I sleep on it and then the next morning I'm like, okay, like I need to like bring this up to this person because it does still bother me and it is something that like I'm still thinking about. So I don't think it was just like an in the moment, like dysregulation thing. I think less like trying to control situations less and trying more to just like think about how I'm feeling and honor those emotions while not necessarily having to like act out on them. Mm -hmm. And taking that pause has been a big help for me and like my anxiety in different situations. Yeah. No, I feel like I can relate to that in some aspect when it comes to like, like not like being the mom of the group and I'm doing this in like quotations but if someone has like a question that they can like search for themselves or they can like do for themselves like letting them do it and not like doing it for them has been like something that I've been working on of just like trying to be like less involved and like having people like figure things out on their own. Wait I'm thinking of a specific example <laughs> that I asked you for is it <laughs> the blue pea? You know that blue pea? And I was like, hey, blue like, what does this mean? And I could have Googled oh, it. Oh, no, I, no. Like the pea no, that's not what I'm talking about. I was no, like, are you not, girl. <laughs> but you are the person that people go to for those, like, especially for those kinds of questions. I feel like I always ask you. For example, like this past week, there's like situation where someone would be like, oh, well, where is this like event? And like, we're just like in the pool, like hanging out. And it's like, well, I don't know, but I'm not going to like go out of my way to find it if you're also in the same situation as me. Like, right. I'm not going to put the extra effort if that's like the question that you want to answer. You have the resources too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like expecting me to do the work for you in that aspect. Yeah. Of course, there's like different situations, but I'm saying like, I just have to be like, oh, I don't know. Instead of like, oh, like, let me like find out and like, let me text like this person to see. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause I feel like you do do like so much. Like I could see you in a circumstance like that, maybe like previously, like doing, being like, okay, like, like literally going to get your phone and like yeah. checking for that person versus it being like, oh, like if you remember, yeah. like, you'll say it otherwise like I don't know that's like yeah. how I how I react a lot like in work and like in friendship is like oh you're asking for something like yeah like I'll look for it and it's like you're a doer yeah yeah but it's like that's not the best thing to do especially because then later on like I just get like really anxious if like something doesn't I don't know yeah if it wasn't right yeah so, similar but not similar I think is the theme but I think at the end of the day, I just like helping people. So that's why I do it. I'm trying to just like step away because I could do it in other ways. But I think a big thing, especially with having like a full-time job, I'm able to like purchase more experiences for my family and friends. My focus has been less on like gifts and more of like 
experiences together to like make memories. So for example, because of like I traveled so much, I was able to get points to go to Puerto Rico, go to one of the hotels that I'm associated with and purchase the room for like me, my cousin, my sister to go for a weekend, which was like so much fun to like be able to do that. And then I purchased the room for like my mom for her birthday when she wanted to go with her friends. It's nice to like do that and kind of like give back where you can, even if it's just like making memories with people that you want to spend more time with. Yeah, I I love that so much. And I think we're like, we're lucky or I guess we're like privileged to be in jobs and positions where we like make the money to be able to do that. And I feel like it is just like so special for our parents, like whoever is like important to you to like be able to gift it to them. I got my parents a Peloton for Christmas Oh, shit. 2019. They did not keep it. They returned it within like you had like 30 days to return. And then COVID happened. And I was like, are you guys kidding me? They've returned everything I've ever gotten them, I think, in my entire life. So maybe if I could give them an experience, they can't return it and they'll have to do it. Oh, I did get them a Sojo Spa thing last year. So and they liked it. Me and Rhea went to Sojo Spa a couple years ago. (laughs) That was fun. I copied that. (laughs) So I guess another thing that I have learned is knowing now that I don't know. And I mean, I feel like that goes hand in hand with like the entire point of this podcast where we're realizing that there are so many things that we thought were true or we thought we knew about ourselves or about like the world that we're like kind of relearning now. But yeah, I feel like in college, like if I think about myself then like I just knew thought I knew so much about like how life worked especially in terms of like timelines and like what I wanted and like career trajectories that I was like aiming for and like having kids just like all of these things that I thought were like no-brainer like just things that like I didn't even have to like think about and now it's just like I just feel like I've learned so much more like nuance and so much more like actually like do I want these things or did like society just tell me I want these things and I was just like programmed almost into wanting these things and also even just my judgment of people like I feel like I was so judgy and like still I like up until I mean I can still do this but like I definitely felt at the time and I know we've talked about this a couple times on this podcast I think but like people outside of like the Northeast or like California, I just didn't know anything about like different perspectives Mm -hmm. in the US and like how different people were raised and like why they would be like think differently than I would and it didn't necessarily mean that they were like dumb and I was smart and like religion and like I feel like I've had such like an interesting like journey with like my like belief in religion and spirituality and like I definitely in college was like oh like that's all like foo-foo and like I don't know I feel like now I'm just like is it though like I get I don't know. I feel like in college, I just like felt very like black and white about so many things. And now I feel like I can think about things like more complexly and with more empathy. This all just depends on where you were born and who you were born to. And all those choices are like what brought you here today. So of course, all the opinions, perspectives, 
are based on your surroundings. Yeah. And also how lucky I am to like have been brought up in such a diverse place and with such a diverse family that like there is not like less learning to do, but like I and I get that like the Northeast also can be like a bubble in itself. But, yeah. Like, I wasn't born in a bubble where I don't have to think about other things. Like I was brought up having to think about those things and like being a minority and like my grandmas being lesbians and like just all of like I don't know like a, being in a family of like a bunch of different races and being around a lot of like divorce marriages. I think it definitely helped me like be more accepting and open-minded to people. And I'm definitely lucky that I was born into that. Yeah. I mean, and going with, you know, the topic of, oh, like, am I going to have like a baby? Like, am I going to like when I'm going to get married? Like, I feel like in college I was like, oh, I'm going to get like engaged by like 25 and then like married at like 26 or 27 and then having a baby by 29. And now I'm like, I'm turning 28 at the end of the month. I do not see myself having a kid like a year from now. Like I can wait like five years. (laughs) I can wait sometimes and push that off. But like my perspective on that has changed because it's like of everything that's happened so far and just like my relationship with it and how we've like grown doesn't mean we have to be at a pace that has been set for everyone just similarly like everyone moves differently yeah and I think it also helps me now like be which I don't know if it's helping um (laughs) but like I'm less confident like I think now it's hard for me to like definitively like say things because I know like okay like like I don't, I don't know, like a couple of years ago, I might have like very definitively been like, I don't want kids. Like I'm questioning it. And I, now I know like I don't want kids and that's going against like what I like had thought when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I don't want to say like, I never want, like I never want anything because right. like, I don't know, like I could change my mind on this. And I think like the realization that like, okay, our minds are going to change so many times over the course right. of our lives. Like we're going to get so much new information. We're going to be in different circumstances that we can't control, like similar to one of our last ways we've changed. Like, I don't know, like this isn't, you can't control everything in life. And I think knowing that is something that's helped me be like so much more open to new experiences. You kind of just have to like just enjoy what's happening now and just focus on now. And when it happens, it happens. But like why waste your valuable time like thinking about it? Oh, since graduating college, and this is going to sound really weird at first or really bad at first, but please like stay there with me. Essentially, I have like less expectations of people, but in the best way possible. I think when... And I feel like I've talked about this before on the podcast, but just like my expectations of people are kind of like unreasonable to a point that like if like it would make me cause like negative reactions towards people. But if someone's like not taught certain things 
or they don't have the same experiences as you when it comes to it, then obviously like they're not going to know. And like you have to like have that conversations with them. I think that's important, like communicating your needs, especially in friendships and to other people, instead of like assuming that they're going to like guess or assuming that they should know by now or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like everyone has like a little bit of toxicity inside of them. And I feel like I had to like learn that truly like post-college like me and Leah's relationship isn't perfect like is it great yeah I mean like I love it my perspective of relationships have changed I feel like I would be open to have a relationship just like as long as there's like respect between two people as long as like you communicate to each other And then even if you have different perspectives, I want it to be a kind of relationship where we can have those conversations with each other and like try to like move forward together because it's all about like give and take. And I don't want just just like completely abandon what I think, but I'm open to make changes in my perspectives of things. Did I think that I would be in a relationship where I have to start thinking about like the religious aspects and how that's going to affect it or the language barriers and how that's going to affect it or just like the culture? Even though we're coming from like two different ends as like a dramatic example, it's like we're having conversations to see like where our new normal is going to be. And like as long as we like work towards this together and like be respectful and like communicate our concerns and I feel like those are my expectations of a relationship instead of just like maybe like a more superficial thing or time hanging out with someone and stuff like that yeah I totally agree with that I think sometimes like the judgment and like perfectionism I almost like have for myself I can project onto other people and onto like relationships And it's like, okay, well, like you should know this or like you should have done this like differently or like this is how I would have done it in like this like perfect scenario. That's like, why am I basing it off of that? Something that I've learned too is to like take things less personally and like in those conversations with people that maybe like you don't agree with or maybe you're not like necessarily like seeing eye to eye with. Like knowing that's not like an attack on you per se. Like that's just like people can have differences of opinions and people can be like angry at you or like, I don't know, like very hostile about like their views and that's not on you. Like that's like their insecurities showing and their like own like judgments showing and like that doesn't mean that you're not a good person or that you are like, stu- like I don't know. It, it just means that that person is projecting themselves and like the limiting beliefs that they have set for themselves onto you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, two points right there. A lot of people project. They project yeah. so fucking much that it's like, it's crazy that I didn't notice these things before. It And I like, I mean, great point there. And then the other thing is that sometimes people are just not going to like you and it might like you might have not done anything who knows but you kind of just have to like not care and just continue on and not like focus on it and I think that has been like a biggest lesson I feel like I don't like question myself a lot of like oh I'm the reason why like this didn't work out or I'm the reason why they don't like me I'm giving myself like more forgiveness and like setting that boundary to like 
move forward. Yeah. I think related to that too, I feel like sometimes I would like try to like mold myself into this whole like new person to like, like get along with that person that doesn't like me or like just to get along with that person. And I think conversely, I've learned more about like, if I just like be myself and like be more authentically myself, like I can attract, like people are more drawn to that. And not that that's like the purpose, but like People are drawn to people yeah. who are like so like sure of themselves and so like confident in themselves and so like not trying to prove something. Yeah. And it's honestly less work like maintaining those like relationships because you know it's like yeah. more genuine. So yeah. definitely love that. Yeah. But I think six years now and seeing like our friends, nothing like time has passed, but I felt like I don't know. It was going to be like so cheesy. Like, oh my God, like so much time has passed, but it feels like it was just yesterday that we were with each other. But I mean it in a way of like, oh, it's just so crazy that we've all changed as people. And yet like we're still like connecting in these ways and like just new ways together. And I think at the end of the day, it's because we're also just open to each other and we've been vulnerable to each other and we feel safe with each other to have these conversations and to like create these new experiences or try new things together because of that trust that we've had and are going to continue to build. So I, I just like, like how much has like changed, but like not yeah. and I'm so happy like with especially with this wedding season just seeing a lot of like people that I haven't had the chance to have a conversation with in with some time yeah it's also funny because like eight years ago if you think about us like in college like we were the judgiest like <laughs> bitchiest people like ever <laughs> we were so we would we were so passionate about things that like just we're like so like mean kind of to other people. <laughs> like I'm thinking about like recruitment and or paternity, like stuff like that. But yeah, it's funny how like I feel like we've all, or at least like like our close friends, have like grown so much and like grown yeah. together in so many oh, ways. It's such a beautiful thing. This is life. This is our life. We are so blessed. Am I crying? <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Please follow, like, rate, subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you are listening to. Please follow us on Instagram. We both have our personal Instagram, but we also have at Shy and Salty. All the information will be in the bio below. And with that, we are so happy to have this conversation. Nikki, I... I'm just, I feel like I'm like such a happier person and I love that we took this time just to like kind of see how much we've grown, even though it doesn't feel like without thinking about it, it doesn't feel like we've grown a lot, but being able to like write this down and just like see that growth has been inspiring for me at least. Yeah. It's funny if you're still listening to this, <laughs> it's funny because when we first started this pod, this podcast today, we were like, we don't want to do this right now. But now I feel like we're so energized from it. It's such a good conversation. And I mean, just like, as always, thank you all for listening. And 
supporting us, like reaching out to us. It's always so nice to like hear people like bring up the podcast in like different situations, even though I am going to be very on guard at first because this is (laughs) a vulnerable conversation. I feel like I assume, and this is probably one of the things that we like change, one of the ways we change, but I always assume someone's like making fun of us when they're bringing it up. And then they're so supportive and so kind (laughs) about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you could keep talking. (laughs) With that, we are out of here. Goodbye, suckers. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shy and Salty, where you can DM us with questions and stories slash topics that you would like us to cover for future episodes. Thanks again for listening to Shy and Salty. Take care of yourselves and see you next Tuesday.